HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. America's last best hope to make the internet safe for absolutely no one. Two people who will do pretty much anything for a pizza. Your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Well, hello, Judy. Hello, Mike. It's nice to see you again. It's been a while. It's been so long. We were stymied by a hurricane. And uh, And laboring on Labor Day. Laboring on Labor Day, America's communist holiday, celebrating the workers' movement, celebrating the people. Um, And here we are back on an unfortunate holiday, 9-11, which I think uh, bears some some importance to remember a little bit before we get to our main topic today, which is... Getting old. Getting old. Well, summer's over, back to school. (laughs) It's just like looking out at Jack and Carlos, who are so young, they don't know anything about getting old yet. Oh man, the young people here at Roberta's, they really do make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> but they're uh, adorable. But um, but we, sh- we should talk about 9-11 just for a second, yeah. um, because, because everybody else is? I guess so, it's sort of, I guess we have to. I mean, you could watch, pretty much turn on any channel on TV... Maybe Lifetime isn't covering it. I bet Lifetime is covering it. Of course, this is a real sob story. This is you know real, ESPN. I mean, to exploit this for for the, for the tears and fears of America's housewives. We're not making fun. It was a very horrible day, of course, but it was the worst, and, it's, and it remains remains the worst. But what um, is what is there to say? What is there to say? Well, I actually have uh, something to say. Tell me, this. Mike. Mike, uh, that's so I, hard to believe I, that you I have do. something to say about this. <laughs> well, I thought this would be an opportunity to pull out a copy of my book. I have fun everywhere I go and read a little bit about Mayor Giuliani. Not my favorite person. Yeah, that's it. Remember when we had the guests who voted for Giuliani twice? Uh, I know. Well, let, 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 let me let me get, get the hate screen going here. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, so give me a little music, Jack. Very nice. 
Before 9-11, Giuliani had already overstayed his welcome and had shown his true colors as an unapologetic prig and a power-mad megalomaniac who was convinced that government had the right to silence its critics. He was the most recent in a long line of Republican hypocrites trying to legislate morality and much hated for his efforts. He tried to ban protests from the steps of City Hall. He withheld public information from journalists. He repeatedly refused permits for demonstration and was repeatedly ordered by the courts to issue them. And he was vainly and illegally slapped gag orders on cops and city employees critical of his administration. Eventually, he lost 35 First Amendment cases, which he brought against the city. Few people in American history have held so much contempt for freedom of speech. Now, the most famous of these cases was his attempt to evict the Brooklyn Museum from its presence, from its premises, claiming that they had no right to exhibit offensive art. In this case, Crystal Freely's painting The Holy Virgin Mary, which used elephant dung within the composition, a reference to traditional African rituals and materials. Incidentally, in the same exhibition, Ophelia had another work with the names of Cassius Clay, James Brown, Miles Davis, and Diana Ross, written on clumps of the very same stuff, and no one seemed to mind. Giuliani took the position that he, as mayor, had the authority to decide what could be shown in the city's museum. And amazingly, he never even saw the painting. He'd only heard about it secondhand. He went as far as to create a decency committee, much like the Reich Chamber of Culture, whose job was to suppress degenerate modern art under the Nazis, or the Taliban's agents for the preservation of virtue and elimination of vice. Both the state Supreme Court and the appellate court hammered Giuliani as a tyrant, and the stick up his ass cost taxpayers millions of dollars in frivolous lawsuits. It did not help his deluded posturing as a moralist that he literally paraded his mistress around New York while he was still married, and he even took her as a date to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, an act so crass that the Daily News said it was like groping in the window at Macy's. He only later informed his wife, his second, his first was a kissing cousin, of his intention to separate from her at a public press conference. Mr. Giuliani, Jacuz, you, sir, are a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe our guest has further evidence of that. Our guest today is Tim Haft, founder and inventor of Punk Rope and Beastinetics. He works me out twice a week and makes me cry. Uh, he's the author of Erotic New York. He's a certified personal trainer, former career counselor, co-founder of Resume Deli, and a native New Yorker. Tim, before we get to um, fighting Thank aging... Thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> if, if any of the listeners want to know how to completely screw up their life, just you know, listen to that again. Go to punkrope.com and, and Tim can make you cry too, in a good way. I'm in pain just looking at the man. <laughs> My ass is a little bit smaller since I... Just a little bit, but I can do push-ups now, sort of. Um, but Tim has a Giuliani story further cementing mm. his place in the piece of shitness. Of <laughs> a couple, actually. First of all, thanks so much for having me, guys. Thank you Pleasure for being to be here. here. Pizza's awesome. Um, so I grew up on the, uh, the hated Upper East Side of Manhattan, East 73rd Street. Nice. And uh, not so nice, actually. But my, uh, my father was a state Supreme Court judge, and in that capacity had the misfortune to know uh, before... Giuliani was mayor, the, the DA himself, Mr. Ugh. Giuliani. Yeah, he was a prosecutor. He was I a prosecutor. Remember. This guy's a scumbag from the top of his cowboy act to the bottom of his cowboy shoes. This guy is a douche. He was really disliked among most of the you know attorneys, defense attorneys, other prosecutors. Um, and getting off subject a little bit, apparently when he was a child, he... Um, was frequently tor- Pulling, tortured in the in the game of Saluji. If uh, if you don't know that, I don't know that version of the game. It's also better known as Keep Away or or a Monkey in the Middle, and uh, and so apparently his classmates did not like him very much either. And okay. I think that explains all all his I don't future know. behavior. I, I was tortured in Keep Away too and dodgeball, <laughs> and people liked me. Oh, there you go. But uh, but thing, I think you were good at those games. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay, I was all terrible right. at them. In any event. Um, 
uh, Mr. Giuliani's mistress lived directly across the street from us. And uh, this is when I was fairly young. Uh, and he used to show up late at night with his bodyguard. Booty call! Exactly. Giuliani booty call! Giuliani booty call. <laughs> and even the, uh, the doorman and the folks that lived in that building and, and our friends who were uh, residents there, just uh, everyone was disgusted. Did I say that he was a douche? Did I mention that? Uh, uh, I think he, you know his kids yeah. hate him. I mean, his kids hate him. He doesn't seem to care. He's so awful. You know, I remember yeah. seeing him once on the Staten Island ferry, and just the aura around the guy was, it was like it was just this cold freeze. It was weird. It was this Darth Vader like presence. Very, very awful. I remember the drug bust up in Washington Heights that was televised, and he's in a flak jacket, and it was some bullshit. You know, well, well, he's the mayor of America, Judy. Well, this was before he was the mayor of America. Nine Eleven was the best thing that ever happened to that shit. Just like Rachel, U- Rachel, you could tell. Oh, fuck her too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rachel. I'm happy my husband died nine eleven. Otherwise, they'd be a fat housewife on Long Island. Yeah, nice. as opposed to what? As opposed to your husband being ashes. Yeah, That's no, really as opposed nice. to like you know this high, being a hoe. High, yeah, high stepping hoe that she is now. Not that there's anything wrong with being a hoe. Nothing but. wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. But Giuliani, on the other hand, I mean, I mean, he's he's a whore for nine eleven, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, he did nothing really. All he did was be there. Yep. Yeah. That's it. And he's turned it into a you know a cottage industry for himself. It really, really is sick making. I'm glad he's not going to be president. The one though. good, one good. He's not going to be president. But the one good thing you could say about him though is he did have a thing about dressing up like a woman, and I do do, do respect that. <laughs> I wish more of our leaders would. Okay, I sympathize because he was also bad at keep away. You sympathize because you like his. Sympathize because he, he'd like to go and drag once in a while. Two, he's a douche. Two bag. okay things about him out of a million bad things. Yeah. All right. Back to getting old. More uh, more good news. Uh, Let's see. My knees hurt. My ankles creak. I wake up in the middle of the night to pee all the time. And um, <laughs> and my friends seem to want to go have the early bird special. It's like hanging out with Seinfeld's parents. <laughs> I love the early bird special. I love a bargain. Um, but one of the th- I, I I downloaded this article off my Mayo Clinic about what to expect as you get older. Apparently, death. Your cardiovascular system goes, your bones, joints, and muscles hurt, which I think I know very well. Tim, how come Mm -hmm. my feet hurt? You're a fitness guy. I am a fitness guy, you know, and... um, Do your knees hurt? My my knees are actually pretty pretty solid right now. But didn't you just sprain your spleen or something? (laughs) Yes, but that was... Speaking of getting older, that's because I'm approaching 51 and I went... Holy shit, you're 51? Yes. Oh, man, now I'm feeling really old. Oh, man. Okay. And um, I made the stupid decision of returning to the wrestling mat at 51. That's insane. To compete against guys who are less than half my age. Wrestling, you say? Wrestling. <laughs> yes. But not in drag. No. Hot but oil? in singlets. 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 Oh, this is that other wrestling, the, the one that I don't care about. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Okay, because I was going to offer to manage you. You look fantastic. <laughs> but this is the kind of wrestling where they frown upon hitting each other over the head with chairs. Correct. Oh, yes. Damn, yeah, that's not, that's not my this thing. This is Olympic style. Wow. Um, so, yes, that's how the spleen was bruised. <laughs> Let's not bring up I the didn't spleen. Even, okay, I didn't even know you could bruise an internal organ. Oh, you should see my liver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, bruised. It's lodged a formal complaint with management. <laughs> so what are the best things so. someone can do to keep themselves young? I know we can't fight death, but... We can try. Um, I think, you know, it starts with, with attitude. 
uh, it's very easy just to get. We're both really it. immature. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Well, as adult as we may be, we're hardly grown up, and I think that's very important. That though. I is think, important. I, I think you're absolutely right, and I know I'm an adult because I have a mortgage and I pay taxes and all these sort of adult things, and I can go buy liquor and plane tickets and have a credit card and all these things. But right. grown up, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. No, I mean you're both. <laughs> Very, very youthful in your spirit and your energy. It's <laughs> another way of saying spirit. immature. <laughs> Rock and roll cures all ills. Exactly. I, I really do believe this. I think um, Chuck Berry was an optimist, and his message of rock and roll being um, the panacea for pretty much everything uh, is a good one and one for real. I think, Judy, I was thinking about this. I mean, we're single people who, without kids, living in New York City, and our lifestyles, um, which would probably burn out a normal person, actually is what's keeping us alive. Because we don't have babies waking us up in the middle of the but night. But it's the energy of going out all the time. Or someone else say, oh, my God, you go out all the time, you run around, I'd be dead. Actually, it's what's keeping us going. Yeah, Do you I mean, think that's true? I think that's partially true. You know, I think the more you can stimulate your mind, let's not talk about the body right now, but stimulating the mind definitely helps. I think children probably add a good 20 years uh, yeah. to, <laughs> to your age. Um, they're, but, they're worse for you than smoking. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think we just want to get away from the the idea of chronological age. Um, <laughs> I would like to get away from that. <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. Solar and, years. And, you know, take inspiration from uh, some of the people we see around this. For example, there's a woman in her 90s who just got some 10th degree black belt in uh, some martial art. And I think... That's phenomenal. You uh, know? Yeah, that'd be phenomenal. Well, the, sc- the, scale is, <laughs> the scale has shifted. I mean, 60 used to be considered old. Right. Now 60 is when you start to windsurf. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, there's 70-year-old people doing amazing things. Look at the guys in the Rolling Stones. Look at Keith Richards. There's an example of a guy um, pickled and preserved thanks to, uh, you know, junkiness and drunkiness. Right. Uh, but he's not dead um, in spite of the Rolling Stones. He's not dead because of the Rolling Stones because playing the riff to Jump and Jack Flash every night is actually very life-affirming. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know... You're, you bring up a good point, which is um, this is kind of a segue to trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. Uh, when you do something you're really passionate about, like you guys, whether it's being on the radio, whether it's writing books, I mean, all the amazing things that you both do, that is, that is so life-affirming and that gives you so much energy. Just think about what your lives would be like if you had mundane nine-to-five jobs. Yeah, like working in a factory. Well, your soul be would be gone. I've been there. You've been there, too. We've all worked like really shitty. I've worked every shitty job imaginable. Yeah. I delivered yeah. auto parts and worked at the Gap. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> the Gap. That is soul-sucking. That's 10 With years. a mohawk. <laughs> in the Short Hills Mall in New Jersey. That was horrible. Wow. Yeah, that'll, that'll kill you. That'll kill you. So, but, I think my first... So, you know, back to the original question. It's... My, my first bit of advice is to, you know, live your life the way you want to live it and, and don't sell out. And right there, you're going to take many, Easy for many you to say, Mr. Punk Rope Junk Roper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do beef genetics. I've still never tried yeah. Punk Rope. I have to do it because I used to jump rope all the time when I was boxing. And I was good at it. But I know now that I've kind of, you forget. You fall out of practice and you're not, I, the, you, I, see, I see a natural in you. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen me hot. But, you know, this age thing is no joke. I mean, part of yeah. the, it's both good and bad that when I look in the mirror, I don't see 
24-year-old Mike. I see 24-year-old Mike. Yeah. You know, I, I refuse to accept the fact that I've lost my hair. <laughs> you know, but that, then you that, see that, a picture I, and you're I, like, who the hell is who's that? Who's that? I know it's awful. It's like, who is right. that? That fat, bald guy? Because, <laughs> um, you know, in, in, my, in, my, in my heart, in, in my head, I'm feeling like, you know, youthful and vigorous and energetic. Of course, the truth is just like walking up the stairs, getting over here in the L train station, <laughs> you know, nearly, nearly knocked me out. I almost had a coronary just getting here today. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I think you'd be surprised how quickly you can turn back the clock. And, uh, and I think Judy is testament to that. It's, it's really a question of making a little bit of a commitment, not a ton of time. I think we all get caught up in that, oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm a New Yorker. I don't have time. But uh, I must say, you do look great, Judy. You look fantastic. Thanks. And, and I think it's the Mike and Judy show. You think that's the Felix <laughs> I, I think it's like Tim says, it's what we live for, and you clearly live to do this show. Oh, well, I've, I clearly live to give us a break right now so we can recover from this exhausting 15 minutes. So we'll be back in a few. All right. It's the Mike and Judy Show, broadcasting live on the Heritage Radio Network here at Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, and talking about getting old. I'm here with Judy McGuire. And <laughs> <laughs> Tim Haft oh, from man. punkrope.com. Who's going to try to keep us young. You know, when I, um, there were, there were a couple signposts, like the Twilight Zone, those signposts up ahead when I knew when I was getting old. The first was when I realized I was older than the baseball players. That that kid on the mound, who I used to look up to, you know, this year's 20-game winner of the new Phenom, okay, is younger than me. He's half my fucking age. He's 20, 20 years old. He's making millions of dollars. I'm twice his age, old enough to be his father, and that hurt. So when, it was incremental, of course. But When man. I meet younger people, I automatically calculate if I could have been their parent without being a tragic teen pregnancy. <laughs> oh! Another, yeah. another sign was when I started dating school teachers. <laughs> instead, of just, teacher. instead of just crushing on a Miss Crabapple <laughs> from the back of the classroom, all of a sudden I was dating her. And it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, well... Mike, you'd love our... We just did our back-to-school-themed punk rope class, and we played Hot for Teacher... It was awesome. That's just and there were teachers there. Too many beats per minute for me to be skipping rope to. <laughs> <laughs> you can do every other. You can do it slowly. I do, I, I do love school We also played I admire them greatly. Pink Floyd, we don't need no education. That's slower. 
That is very slow. It's like, how do you even skip? That was the cool down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, of course, you know, there's the point where uh, whenever I meet a woman who I find attractive, I immediately my eyes go whoop, right to her left hand. Yeah. Okay, because there's a ring on. I'm not even wasting my time. And I never did that before. I mean, all of a sudden. I thinking about something else. I was thinking about something else, but it's true. It's, it's, you know, our friends are getting old, too. But it's, I think it's easier to see our friends getting old than it is to see ourselves getting old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when it's, you go to reunions, I'll bet both of you. If, oh, if I don't you go do. to reunions, Tim. Oh, all right. well, well, I have a all reunion right. coming up. The, I went to my 10 year reunion and I was surprised at how great all the women looked and how shitty all the men looked. It was really a divide. It was weird. And to what do we attribute mm. this? But then I heard at the 20th, which I skipped because it's. Ten years from now. No, no, I heard, I heard that the um, it completely flip-flopped, that the men looked better than the women. But, I mean, it's not yeah. just looks. How can you keep your um, body from falling apart? What's the bare minimum, Tim? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think at a minimum, first got to make the commitment. Then you got to allocate some time. And you got to think about yourself. Are you a morning person or are you an evening person? These are like very simple questions. you got to solve those right away. All right, fine. Half hour. Half hour three times a week. Can, All right. Can I can actually, do that. If you can do that, Mike. I can do that. And I know Judy's done it for some time now. You would be amazed. And Judy is too hot for television. Exactly. She's <laughs> That's she right. She looks no, fantastic. No, I mean, I am a lot stronger than when I started and a lot... I have a more cardio ability. I, I don't pass out immediately. Yeah. I did throw up once, but I think that was also because I had... You were Nova- drinking all night. No, it was Novocaine <laughs> the day before. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was it. But, so, yeah. I mean, do you, can you can you drink, uh, drink, fight, and fuck the way you used to when we were young? Tim, I mean, you're... Yeah. 51. 51. He's yeah. not 51 yet. You're the only <laughs> person I know who ages themselves. You were just 50. Not too he's like 27, ago. obviously. This is his whole shtick. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm 51. Don't I look great? Obviously, this method works. <laughs> <laughs> no, December 6th, I'll be, I'll be 51. And, uh, you know, obviously, some of it has to do with genes. Uh, I think I got a little, little lucky there. Got a dad who's 81 who's playing tennis and golf, you know, every other day. But, um, yeah, I think you can do all those things that you did before. You just got to be a little smarter about it. Right. Like, I, I recently pulled my back for the first time. I put my back out doing yoga, which I'm never going to do again because <laughs> I'd done it before and and I, I couldn't move. I couldn't. I, could, I had to roll off the sofa and crawl to the bathroom <laughs> when I had to pee. It was, I mean, I wanted Spiro to get me a diaper, but he wouldn't. <laughs> well, you know, I think you just have to be intelligent about it. All these forms of exercise. And yoga is stupid. Well, you know, yoga has that, uh, that reputation for being so gentle eh, and ethereal and all that lovely stuff. And if, if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. How did yoga become so popular? So it seemed all Have you of seen sudden- yoga chicks' butts? Like yoga girls have the best asses. That's how it became so popular. Yoga, yoga girls have the best asses. They do. That's a good advertisement for yoga. Yeah, I just don't have the... Uh, I mean, all of a sudden, I see these people walking around carrying yoga mats. Yeah. I mean, it's this weird thing. But I think I always just thought it was part of... I mean, living healthy is great. Right. Um, of course, <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it, in, in theory. <laughs> for other people. <laughs> you know, for other... As you sip your whiskey uh, mid-afternoon. <laughs> it's, it's 9-11, and I'm trying... I'm self-medicating. 
<laughs> so you can justify anything. Drink through the pain, Mike. <laughs> you can justify anything, I find. But, you know, even, I mean, you talk about bad, bad habits and whatnot. I mean, it's the old Mark yeah. Twain story when he was at this woman's bedside. She was dying, and he says, Madam, do you drink? No, do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. Do you have any vices at all? She says, no, not at all. She says, just as I suspected, a sinking ship with nothing to throw overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one one thing I found about getting older is like, I always I used to make fun of people doing the early bird special, but I really feel like Groupon (laughs) and all these all these like living social deals have turned everyone into like early bird special. Seinfeld's parents. Yeah, everyone's everyone's Seinfeld's parents. And um, my next week's column is about like whipping out a Groupon on a date. Like, what's your position on that, Tim? Like, yeah, I'm anti, you know, it's funny because when uh, Groupon first blew up, I was all over it and living social and I was scout mob scoring all the deals. It's embarrassing. Yeah, because people treat you like shit when you have one. Yeah, well, well, and... Which, which is a natural tendency, though, to try to save money and be more frugal and smart when you get older, or just to blow all your dough because, you know, the end is coming. <laughs> well, if you're on a date and you <laughs> want to get laid, I don't think you should whip out a group Okay, I'm the Jew here, and let me speak to this directly. <laughs> me too. Abs- I was absolutely <laughs> fucking... Not, okay, you're not Jewish and you're not 51. <laughs> no, but t- seriously, I mean, how, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think our parents certainly were of a generation where they were really... Um, your parents good tippers, by the way? Yes, they are. That's good. You see, my parents yeah. don't know how to fucking operate the check. They don't know how to use a restaurant. My dad's <laughs> Irish, and he does not tip you know, well. I think it's an old person thing. You know, it's my, like, oh, it's 10%. Yeah, it's like Whoa. Seinfeld's parents. It's like 15%, and I don't tip on the tax, and what's the alcohol, and da da da. Yeah. And of course, my mom will say, order whatever you want, and the check comes, and she goes, it was $12 for a martini. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I was amazed at how, um, when you posted that bit about Groupon on Facebook, it just lit up like a freaking Christmas tree. Everybody, Everyone has an everybody opinion. has an opinion on that. Well, there's big fallout now. I was just talking to a friend from Australia who said, that um, over there, what's happening is the the deals suck. So the the discount is awesome. And she said there was a spa that advertised this amazing day of beauty. And she showed up and it was like a hole in the ground <laughs> with a pillow and a glass of water. And that was the spa. Well, nothing is for free, okay? And the idea is to get your ass in the door, obviously. Let me put it this way. If, yeah. if your doctor gave you a coupon, if there was like Groupon there for, is, for, for, there for your is. next like... Uh, There's Groupon for Lipo. For, I got it the other oh, yeah. day. Okay. And you going to go to that doctor? Botox. Okay, for, you know, for your next colonostomy? <laughs> you, know, you know, with a discount? Are you going to go to that guy? Oh, look, you know, here it is. You know, and do you really right. want the person doing your colonoscopy here, to be annoyed at yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Here's my, you know, half, half off yeah. my next mammogram. <laughs> but here's the other thing, guys, because... As a small business owner, and, and I know you both do some freelance, what's happening is businesses that are uh, reaching out to Groupon are doubling their prices so they can then have them when the oh. deal is offered. That old chestnut. Right. So, you know. Yeah, there's even a website dedicated to that called Bad Deals, something is like it that. Bad Deals? It's like Guilt Group will give you a dinner for two at some stupid restaurant for $90, but if you go and buy it off the menu, it's $30. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, so, so yeah. So we're all old. We're old. We're old. But we're gonna. We're I'm gonna hoping get... to increase our demographic here with the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember with AARP? You were just saying, right? I they am. just sort of signed you right up. Did you have car- to ask them? Card carrying member. Um, I don't like that they just I, sign you up. Yeah, it's not. It's not cool. But you know what? It's it's actually the magazine's pretty good. <laughs> the deals are pretty good. Well, you know, you know the editor of the ARP magazine. It's you know, it's the highest circulation magazine in America. Yeah. And they actually pay writers. And, and it's well, it's all controlled circ, of course. You know, because they just send it to you, so the numbers right. are a little weird. But the uh, editor in chief was a former penthouse editor <laughs> and a guy with a, who was also at High Times. So from High Times to pornography. 
Too, too uh, old age. There there's our well, circle age. of life, Mike. And now there's there's always uh, in every magazine there's. <laughs> this is good. Tim's section. whipping out his AARP I card. Look, well, <laughs> actually, See, I was Robertus, Robertus oh, if you whip out your AARP I hope, I hope you're whipping it out so you can chop some lines of cocaine with it, Tim. <laughs> a, you guys can't see it listening at home, but there it is, AARP. It's, it's true. It's um, true. Robertus will kick you out with that. Do you see how young everyone is? What about all these young oh, okay. people? Okay, there's, there's older people right in front of us. But there's also a baby right in front of us. There is. Uh, for those of you right, <laughs> at home, our, our studio behind the pizzeria, there's a large uh, sort of a bay kid. window. We get to overlook the terrace here at Robertus, and yeah. um, look, there are two babies. There are two. This yeah. is two babies. This is Adam, Adam but you know, back to uh, stop talking about getting old. Let's talk about getting younger. I think okay. you know a positive message. Yeah, I like that. Tim, let's end on a positive note. All right. Here. So again, three times a week, half hour, efficiency, intelligent choices. It doesn't have to be complicated. Judy, you were talking about yoga and you injured yourself. Most yoga classes are ninety minutes. That's already taken up your entire allotment of getting in shape for the week. It does not have to be that much time. You don't need to join a gym. Do it at home. Right. Do it first thing. Do it at home. Get it out of the way. Drink, smoke, live the rest of your life. I look at it like I look at it like my morning poop. Get from eight <laughs> till eight forty five. Looks like shit too. Yeah. yeah I, do. I come home and Spiro's like, "Are you about? Are you going to have a heart attack? You need to get your blood pressure checked." <laughs> no, I'm just old. I'm going to make my apples in the morning. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, McGuire, you really are old. <laughs> But I, I like yeah. I'm like, regular. <laughs> I, I like Tim's uh, real politic about this. I mean, yeah. the actual reality of it of it is. I mean, the gym sucks. I like, you know, I do like the results. I like the way I feel when I when I leave. I go. I hit the heavy bag is my thing because I can't deal with so, you know, the treadmill and these other things. At least with that in my mind, I'm I'm waging some epic battle against evil every time I hit that bag. Here's Mr. Giuliani. Boom, 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 boom. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have to transport myself somewhere. I mean, I just can't be there in the gym amongst this gym culture, which is really oppressive, actually. It yeah. is very oppressive. I mean, I think punk rope, uh, of course, I'm a little biased, is a bit of an exception because it's all about fantasy. The whole idea is you go in thinking you're a rock star, you're thinking you're a major leaguer, you're, you know... Whatever it is that you're... You're winning at dodgeball. So, you're winning at dodgeball. <laughs> oh, Judy, and, I want to uh, cry. Listening to music that hopefully you like and just, playing. Just and have it's this image of young Judy with her mohawk who's getting, getting crushed by the jocks. I would hide in the corner and then I would be the last person standing. So then they would all nail me. I mean, clearly you were the person who did not like gym class. No, I did not. I don't know. What about you? I mean, we were, gym, were you a gym class guy? No, I did not like gym class. Uh, so and I was, I was the little kid with glasses, skinny, skinny kid that... Kids, you know, I was Poindexter. I was picked on, and uh, and now look at you, and then look at me now. And now look I'm at still you. picked on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, hopefully, um, everybody will come along for the ride and get younger. <laughs> yeah, go to punkrope.com if you want fitness tips, and it, it seriously does work. Everyone I'm in the class with is really cute and young. And are they fit. punk? No. <laughs> Maybe at heart, but not really. They're really nice. All right. Well, one more time for uh, Mike and Judy and, and Tim. Uh, this is the Mike and Judy Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Can you Thanks. take it? This is a message from Fork and Anchor. Aaron Fitzpatrick, the host of our wine program, Unfiltered, is looking for help on Kickstarter to open Fork and Anchor, a general store inspired by two food-loving ladies with an equal affection for urban life, the sea, and the agricultural paradise of Long Island's North Fork. 
The store is situated in a growing community of farmers and winemakers and will become a meeting place offering prepared foods, a variety of sundries, and a selection of homespun products, many of which will have their origins in New York State. Your backing will help them fulfill their dream of fostering relationships with the community and making the local food system accessible on a broader scale. Search kickstarter.com for Fork and Anchor and donate today. Every spring at the end of kidding season, goat dairies across the country are faced with the question of what to do with their male bucklings. Because on a dairy farm, there's no role for a male. Often the most economical thing for these farmers to do is to cull the animals at birth or ship them off to the commodity market. Heritage Foods USA is embarking on a new project, No Goat Left Behind, looking to step in and fill this niche by creating a marketplace for these male bucklings. Visit us at www.heritagefoodsusa.com to learn more and to reserve your goat this coming October.